the future of photography. Exploring the ways new technology can help you make fantastic photos. It's running. It's running. <coughs> me, me, me. Oh. Two podcasters. <laughs> Two podcasters. Have we got a yak bell? Uh, not here. I could insert one, but I'm not. No, I'm not. We're not going to edit this first episode. <laughs> All right, we won't edit this first episode. Why, why a yak bell? Well, because we're sitting here recording this in Bhutan, um, specifically in Paro, which is uh, the main entry and exit point for Bhutan. We're coming towards the end of our trip, and uh, we've been discussing a lot of things to do with photography because it's a photo tour. Um, but it's uh, a ch- there's some things that stuck in our brains, so we thought we'd talk about them. Yeah, and and as you listening to this now, you have already you know more than we do at this point when we record it. You will know the name of this show. You will know where you can find it. Um, you probably will also know a bit more about what the show is about. This is the episode zero. This is the inaugural episode. Uh, and I'm very pleased to be here. I suppose we should do some introductions, shouldn't we, first off? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, my name's Aid. Um, I have another podcast called The Sunny 16 Podcast, which is all about film photography. So this one is going to be at the opposite end of the spectrum. We don't know quite <laughs> what's happening yet, but this is definitely not about film photography. And who are you, my friend? I am Chris, and uh, I do another podcast about photography called fi- uh, to- Photography Tips. No. <laughs> It's always difficult because the original name was Tips from the Top Floor. Then at one point, because of SEO reasons, I have uh, I added the term photography in the beginning. Uh-huh. So it's photography tips from the top floor. So you can be found under photography. And um, I've been doing this for 12 years now, almost 13. Yes, which is a lot longer than my film photography podcast has been going on because we've only done about 70 episodes as we sit and record this. But hey-ho, let's see what we get on with. And uh, we've got a lot of, well, we've got a lot of working out to do, I guess, haven't we? Some ideas. I think um, first off, I mean, maybe we'll start out with a shout out to a friend of ours who's also on this tour, chap by the name of Olaf. And uh, we were playing with uh, iOS 11. Um, and in the live photos element of iOS 11, there's some new features. You can loop things. And uh, he got us all playing with that, didn't he? It certainly piqued my interest, and I think yours as well. All iPhones, all iPhones on this tour came out, and everyone was shooting prayer flags waving in the wind and then looping them so you get this endless kind of uh, endless loop kind of thing or ping-ponging a yak turning its head around and back and so there's there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in in photography and that kind of got us thinking yeah i think one of the things that's been percolating through my brain is that uh, I, digital cameras so far, and this is a, this is a gross simplification. So anybody listening to this, please forgive me. But the digital cameras so far have really focused on making a traditional photograph easier, or, or make the making of a, fo- a traditional photograph easier. You know, you've got more resolution, you've got better sharpness, you've got all sorts of uh, tricks and functionality in the cameras. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's some stuff coming along. Uh, that we've seen from not camera manufacturers that is actually really, really interesting and and takes photography into different directions, I think. Yeah, I I likened that that, uh, optimizing of the cameras more and more to uh, taking a horse buggy and putting an engine in it. So it's still the horse buggy. The cameras, if you look at DSLR today, it still does what it used to do. It has a a light-sensitive surface inside. It has a lens in the front. It has a shutter speed, an aperture, and an ISO. That's pretty much, that has been the same all the time. But yeah, things are changing now. 
Yeah, the, 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 and, and everybody's at it as well. So, I mean, we've already mentioned, you know, one particular type of phone OS, but I mean, certainly Apple are nowhere near the only people playing with this stuff. As uh, you know, Four or five years ago, I had an HTC phone that was one of the very early ones to have dual lenses in it, and it had a way of computationally blurring the background of a photo. Mm. It wasn't very good at it. <laughs> and, and that's a trend that we see, I think, it kind of started with the introduction of something like the iPhone, where you had this, this machine that is pretty much a slab of glass that is touch-sensitive and can project images. And then you can do a lot of stuff through software. And all the advances... Well, they added a few sensors here and there, but pretty much all the advances are from the software. If you now, nowadays look at, I don't know, let's, let's take Tesla as an example. It's a computer on wheels, and they, it gets updated on a weekly basis almost, and, and it gets new features through updates, and the, the whole thing moves towards the software. So the computation aspect of, um, of the whole thing is something that is getting more and more important and more and more interesting. It, it is. I mean, I suppose we could say in the last five years as well, we've seen some hardware variants or some hardware initiatives that that have been actually less commercially successful. <laughs> um, you know, we. I know what, I know where you want to go. <laughs> well, I mean, there, yeah, one to mention, of course, is the Lytro and the whole light field sensor thing. Uh, you know, they made a start with a very sort of point and shoot consumer brick. Uh, then they made something a little bit more sophisticated, and they've they've gone away now from the consumer market, I believe, into you know very high high definition very high resolution movie cameras and all sorts of stuff so yeah and so we've had had that as a hardware variant there's another one which i can't remember the name of and i think you can which i think has got something like 16 cameras in it it's the l16 light.co i think is the name of it uh, the, the the domain of it and that is a camera that well looks like an oversized smartphone has 16 different cameras in it at different focal lengths and different placements so there's this whole glass front with all these different cameras in it and then it can computationally put those together into some uh, well into pretty much anything you'd like that's what they claim i haven't really had it in my hands yet um but uh, the the results initially look like very similar to what you would get from a dslr uh shallow depth of field computational we see this in other cameras as well now in the iphones and the plus iphones and so on so there is a lot of stuff going on and I guess, again, we're still kind of workshopping this show and what it is going to be about. But I think we have an agreement that this will be mostly about what we would call computational photography. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's very definitely about photography. That's easy. I mean, you and I are both coming at this from a photography angle, um, and that's certainly you know, where my interest lies. And, and, and we both have our uh, one, at least one foot in the, in the past because we both shoot with film. And well, it's arguable if that's in the past because it has a, quite a nice resurgence. But well, well, when I started a film photography podcast eighteen months ago, I never dreamt for one moment we'd have a news section in it. <laughs> <laughs> but but twenty seventeen has been a great news year for film photography. So yeah, it, yeah, it is it is part of the past, but I think it's part of the future as well. I think yeah, for me this this podcast you know as we shape it, it's not just about devices. It's not just about um you know techniques or it's not just about hardware or software and it's certainly not just about phones um but you know I, I i'm thinking of the ways that all of this new power can help us make better photographs more interesting photographs more exciting photographs i don't even know what that means half the time <laughs> oh and and i think we will we will definitely every now and then in this show drift off into philosophical discussions about 
why why you would want to shoot on film or why you would not want to shoot. I, mean, I have these discussions all the time on the different workshops and tours and things. This this is something that yeah I think I think is going to be part of this show. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think so. As I think, you know, we've we've seen some some uh, some quite scary hybrids between film and uh, between film and digital photography over the years. Um, you know, things like a, a digital Holger, which is that's not a, that's not even a hybrid. It just isn't. It's just in the name. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but you know, there's nothing to say that uh, you know analog doesn't have a part of this. And again, you know, we could mention Olaf a second time. He's brought the brand new Instax SQ10 camera with him uh, on this trip, and he has been making a lot of friends with the local Bhutanese people because he's been taking their photo on a digital camera in a rice field while they harvest the rice. He's taken a photo and then just handed it to them. And you should have seen the the joy in people's faces. It is. I mean, that is what Instax is all about. It's the uh, an instant film in general, for me anyway, is the joy it brings people and the fun it brings people. And, you know, that should be part of the future of photography as well. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, maybe we will be f philosophical. Maybe we will talk about film um, and maybe there'll be some, some hybrid type stuff in there too. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think there's going to be plenty to talk about. Yeah, me too. So let's keep it at that for the inaugural uh, well, yeah again we'll shape this over time and I guess we will uh, find we'll find a name you know the name now we don't know it yet we'll, we'll get there yeah we'll have a name we'll have a feed we'll have uh, a, a logo a, a logo oh yeah okay we'll have a logo definitely and uh, you never know we might have some content too <laughs> and, and, and maybe we'll even have a sign off phrase for the end okay the future photography there's a lot to come and we are going to explore as much of it as we can Until then, take care. Yes, goodbye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Thank you.